Hello and you're very welcome to the first in our series of Leaving Cert Guides from Seamus Heaney, Listen Now Again. My name is Jenny and in these podcasts I will be exploring some of the key themes covered in the Heaney poems on the Leaving Cert curriculum and considering how you can approach some sample questions. To complement this podcast series, I suggest you check out the poetry guides on our YouTube channel, which look at each of the poems individually and in more detail. In the first episode in the series, we will be tackling the sample question, mythology and tradition play important roles in the poetry of Seamus Heaney. Respond to this statement, making reference to the poems you've studied. It can be very tempting to launch yourself straight into the question, especially with the time pressure during paper two. However, take a moment to stop and think. Reread the question and underline the key words. In this case, mythology and tradition. Make sure you keep linking your points back to these keywords, as the person marking your paper will be keeping an eye out for those. When the examiner marks a paper, they use codes like M for mythology and T for tradition to track how well you are answering the question. You could approach this question poem by poem or point by point. That's really a personal choice and whichever makes more sense to you and suits you better. For example, point one could be Greek mythology, point two could be traditional crafts and so on. Within these points, you would bring in your poems and reference them. I would recommend making a very quick plan or outline of your answer in your answer booklet. This will keep you on track and stop you making tangents. But also it means if you don't get the question finished, the examiner will know where you were heading and you will get some credit for this. Also remember in the question that it says that mythology and tradition play important roles. So that's key as well. We're not just pointing out that Heaney references these things, but considering why they are important. Within your introduction, state whether you agree or disagree with the statement Mention some of the poems you'll be looking at and some of the points you will make. Basically, set yourself up and show the examiner that you know where you're going with this answer and you've thought about it. Throughout your answer, don't forget to use P, Q, E, or point, quote, explain, reference. So make your points and then you're backing them up with evidence from the poems, quotes or references, and you're explaining and expanding on what you mean. This expanding part is really where you'll show why these things are important in the poems. It's important for you to show the effect that these elements have and to consider why Heaney uses them. So we're going to start with the underground and consider that in light of this question. I think of all the poems on the Leaving Cert curriculum, we see mythology being used in this one most strongly. At the start, we have Pan and Shrinks. So Pan is the fleet god gaining, on shrinks before she turns into a reed. She was a nymph who was running away from this centaur who wanted to possess her. She was afraid and prays to the gods to save her. They turn her into reeds. Often in these Greek myths, we see something that's quite tragic. Yes, she's escaped, but now she's reeds by the river. So personally, I think Heaney includes this to echo the theme of lust in the poem, but also the theme of the chase and the pursuit. He bases this poem on a story from his honeymoon, where himself and his wife Mary were running through the tunnel of the London Underground, heading to the BBC proms. So a lot of the stories that he uses, like Pan and Shrinks, 
He mentions Hansel as well later from the fairy tale Hansel and Gretel. They're linking to ideas of pursuit or following, echoing the themes of the poems. More strongly, we have Orpheus and Eurydice, mentioned at the very end of the poem with Damned If I Look Back. This is a reference to the story of how Orpheus descended to the underworld to rescue his beloved Eurydice. And he was told that if he could lead her out of the underworld without looking back, that then they would both be safe to return to their life on earth. But if he looked back, Eurydice would be dragged back down to the underworld and doomed to remain there with Pluto. So they're heading up back to earth and at the very last moment, Orpheus turns around. He's heard Eurydice stumble and he checks to see if she's okay and she's still following him. Of course, this dooms her and it's especially tragic when they're so close to making their way out. So in this sense, we have this link to, again, the idea of pursuit and following someone. But Heaney says he won't look back. So for Heaney, he's going to be a different kind of hero. He's going to trust that his wife is there and following them and have faith in his relationship. Also, Orpheus was a poet and a musician, so this links to Heaney as the poet as well, and to the craft. So we could say that these mythological references link Heaney's love story back into a legendary tradition, as well as making the poem more literary, or maybe you think it makes it more atmospheric, that instead of just having the London underground, he's linking it to this idea of the underworld as seen in some of these myths. In the skunk, we also have a reference to mythology. It's very brief. Heaney says about his wife being mythologized, demythologized. So you could link this to the idea of Heaney making the ordinary magical. I would maybe just tag that on as a small point at the end of the section about the underground. To move on to tradition, we have the poem The Harvest Bow, a poem about Heaney's relationship with his father. And he mentions the harvest bow, referring to it as a throwaway love knot of straw. Heaney uses the tr this tradition not only to link to his own heritage and his past, but to create a symbol for the love between them. He has spoken before about how his father is a very quiet man, not a man of words, and he shows his love through actions instead, through making this love knot of straw for his son. It's also quite striking in how his father creates this delicate piece of work with his hands. In this poem, we also see the tradition of farming and working the land and the different work that his father's hands have done over time and how that contrasts with the very intricate work of plaiting straw. It's a nostalgic poem and I think that by including these references to traditions, he adds to the sense of nostalgia for the past and for simpler times in which he grew up. And the harvest bow at the end is shown as a very strong and lasting symbol of love. Similarly, we see tradition come into the poem The Forge. We have the blacksmith at work and Heaney describes the blacksmith's process in great detail. It is clear that he has a lot of respect for the work that the blacksmith does. And he really tries to convey this through the use of sound effects and to trying to capture the different elements at work in the forge. He also describes the anvil as being like a unicorn and compares it to an altar. 
In this way, we see mythology as well as tradition in this poem. The reference to the unicorn brings in something magical and otherworldly, and the reference to the altar obviously adds a religious element and an element of worship. In this way, Heaney shows how central the anvil is, not just within this forge, but within the community he grew up in. It also shows how this anvil births a lot of creativity and wonder for him. This poem is also about traditional crafts in the modern world. At the end of the poem, the blacksmith goes to the door of his forge and looks out at the traffic going by where once there were hooves and horses. However, he turns back into the forge and to his anvil in order to beat real iron out and to keep the faith in his craft alive. This poem has also been read as being about the poet, being about the poet at work at his desk, just like the blacksmith works at the anvil. We have the links to the sounds of the work at the anvil and the sounds of the poem being read aloud, the forms taking shape there to the form of poetry as well. So equally, this is Heaney thinking about how the tradition of poetry has a place in the modern world. This is echoed in the form of the poem, which is a sonnet, closest to a Petrarchan sonnet, but changed to Heaney's own end, not quite following the form, but created in a new way to link in with the new needs of the modern world. Another poem in which we see something traditional is Moss Vaughan Sunlight, which is dedicated to Heaney's Aunt Mary and shows her at work in the kitchen baking bread. She follows a ritual that is familiar to her and familiar to Heaney taking out the same ingredients, the same bowls and spoons and so on, creating a comforting sense of familiarity. This is a very soothing poem. And while this is a tradition that is very much alive, there's been plenty of bread baking during lockdown, it's definitely something from Heaney's past that gives him a sense of comfort and of safety as well. This is echoed in the title of the poem, Moss Bond Sunlight, which is a reference to his childhood home of Mossbawn Cottage and the sunlight, a reference to the warmth that we have in this poem. And when you're writing about this in the sense of tradition, I would reference things like her dusting the board with a goose's feather and about her measling shins by the stove, mention the griddle. He's really referencing specific equipment and specific techniques that were being used here. When you're writing your conclusion, re-emphasize how you felt about the statement. For example, I agree that mythology and tradition play important roles in the work of Seamus Heaney. I have demonstrated this through reference to his poems and showing that he uses mythology to link to a greater literary tradition and to show that his love story can be linked to these great love stories from mythology and from the past. His links to tradition reflect his upbringing, his connections to his local area, and his connections to the past. These show his respect for tradition, and again, bring the personal story to a larger significance and enable us to connect with it. So I hope this episode has been helpful to you as you consider how to answer these questions for your leaving cert. Feel free to leave any questions in the comments anything you might like to see in the next episodes of this series, or any thoughts on this particular question. Best of luck with your studies, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.